I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here. The Lord, we are here. And we're ready, ready to Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel. We love to introduce you to members of our church staff and people from our community. Ooh, it's a treat and a treasure. And I would just like to say happy harvest party to everybody out there. It's that time of year. Please welcome my co-host, Gray Haas. Happy J-Ween, Hallie. Jesus, Jesus Ween. Jay, Jesus Ween it sounds a little strange, but anyway, Jay Ween, I, yeah, God, Godly Ween, uh, uh, Lord Ween. Yeah, I mean, we got to take the ghosts and the we ghouls out of it Unless because the, the Holy only Ghost Ween. See, the only ghost I care about is that one. And you know, Halloween is a time where people want to celebrate death, and you know, all the scary skeletons and all that stuff. You know what? Jesus is the one who brings us life, and Jesus so Jesus is the reason for the season, even this. Halloween or Jay every season. T- every holiday really yes. and and so I'm really excited because today on the program we are going to be talking about hell houses which had a big impact on me Ugh. as a teen you know instead of going to a haunted house the church would put on a hell house and just scare the bejesus out of kids about what happens if you end up going to hell and then you get to see all these different representations of the things that send you to hell stuff like porno and cigarettes and all that stuff you Isn't know it fun it's so fun, and kids love to be scared. And rather than putting them through a, a spooky, you know, Halloween haunted house, we can put kids into real life scenarios that should terrify them because hell is very real and it's coming for you for an eternity if you don't get your life right with Christ. And I wanted to ask you, Gray, uh, did you have anything like that in Australia growing up? Oh yeah, we always had a hell house every year in Australia and growing up, I had some great memories of, of some of the hell houses. I guess I'm thinking of one. Well, I'm thinking of two, actually. One was we used to do a corn maze, an atheist corn maze. (gasps) That was fun. And so they would just cut a corn maze, but it would have no exit. 
So you would just always be going around just completely confused. Exactly like atheism. Exactly. And eventually you would have to kind of just muscle your way out through the rows of corn in in kind of an uncomfortable way, which was, you know, really hell in and of itself. And then I also remember, Hallie, we had one particular room in an early hell house that I went to that was all about, I'm not sure, do you have them here, the the mail order catalogs, lingerie catalogs that, that that was sent to your house. Oh yeah, like Victoria's Secret. Yes, you know all that kind of stuff. Well, that became a big thing in Australia when I was younger. Where suddenly all of these magazines were showing up at people's houses, and it was just destroying marriages. Oh, and one no. was from a company that they called Tawnies of Canberra, oh. and they just sold. And I hate to say it, bumless, um, bumless underpants. Disgusting. Disgusting. I know. What? And we had that here. It was called Fredericks of Hollywood. Oh, I think it was based on Tawny's of Canberra. Oh. And one of the rooms I remember going into that I thought was so great was it just looked like a kitchen and it had a bunch of mail scattered all over the, the table, kitchen table. And a dad came in and is kind of looking through the mail and you see him pick up a Tawny Zacambra magazine. Oh no, it grieves the heart And he looks around and he sticks it in his blazer. And right then all of these demons would just come out and drag him awesome. through the, the closet or whatever straight to hell. And he's going, no, I just, I wanted to look, I, I thought it was a different magazine or something. And, you know, too late. Sorry, bud. You, you, you put, you put the magazine in there. We all saw you go. That one was terrifying. Oh. I never looked at it. I never looked at it before anyway. Well, once you see a man begging for his life, you know, clutching to, um, um, piece of mail for crying out loud. It really shows you the seriousness of this. I mean, there is a callousness in our country where we're sending naked pictures of right in the mail, just to people's front door. I mean, talk about consent. Nobody consents to get those. And yet there they are. Thank you very much. What about you, Hallie? Any early Hell House memories? (gasps) Well, yeah. I mean, I used to, as an innocent child, I thought, oh, you know, the harvest season is about bobbing for apples and uh, carameled apples and apple picking and all this wholesome type of stuff. And then uh, I, I went to my first hell house and I've, you know, I've really kind of tried to avoid Halloween ever since, but it keeps coming around every year. And I do try to keep it, you know, godly. And I do think Twin Hills Community Church, we do a great job of keeping it godly, having harvest parties, hell houses, scaring the kids out of hell. But the one I most remember is my very first hell house it had this room that you go into you go into the different rooms like a haunted house but this is with all christian actors and you know it's all christian produced so you can trust it and uh the one i remember the most was this room where you go in and it's this set of bleachers right and there are all these people sitting on the bleachers as if they're at a football game or at a pep rally or whatever you know a lot of extras for that friday night football game yeah lots of extras real cool i mean if 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 scenes have extras in them you know it's gonna be good oh totally and um People were sitting on the bleachers, enjoying the game. You know, they're looking out straight at you. You're, I guess, what's it called? The fourth wall or whatnot. And, uh, but it it appears they're watching the game. But people kept peeling off of the bleachers and meeting each other around the back. You'd see a girl go this way and a boy go that way. And they would go under the bleachers. We know what happens there. 
and uh, some, and then there would be like lightning kind of strikes and the lights would go out or whatever. And you know, something bad is happening or whatever. And when they would come back out, they would be sobbing, oh, you no. know, yep. like doubled yep. over in excruciating pain, weeping and gnashing teeth. And they'd be like, you know, the actors or yeah. the people who had been under the bleachers, they'd come out and they'd be crying and tearing their clothes and oh. sobbing and bent over in horrific pain. And you could tell that their life had not just taken a turn for the worse, but they were actually doomed and damned to hell. And they knew it and they were scared and they were regretful and they were remorseful saying these awful things like, I'm pregnant. I have a deadly disease that's going to eat me alive from the genitals up. I've got gout. I can't walk on these ankles or, you know, whatever it was that they picked up from going under there. And it had a profound and powerful effect on me, Gray. And I swear, I've not only never gone under a set of bleachers my entire life, and I always wear a set of compression socks. Oh, how come? You know, just in case. Well, the gout. Oh. You see. Like one member of the Trinity is a ghost. Our guest today is here to talk about all things Halloween, but in a godly way. Please welcome back to the program, Claire Forskin. How you feeling today, Claire? Oh, guys, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be back. What is this outfit that you've got on? I have never seen. Uh, I've never seen anything quite like it. What, is oh this a costume gosh. or is this? What is it? Thank you for asking me. So my grandmother did pass away recently. Oh, I'm sorry. And no, I was so blessed to be able to go through her closet and pick out a few pieces. And this is something that she got from uh, Kato's. And so I guess you could say it is a costume of sorts. Oh, oh, I cool. love that. It's kind you of know. a pumpkin pa- a pumpkin pattern, I guess. It's a pumpkin, a pumpkin pattern, pattern, but it's got black cats on it as well. But oh, you can't really see. see them because they blend into the black of the sweater. Very you know, so it's nice. just like a festive little Halloween sweater. Um, nothing that I would let my kids see because uh, <laughs> it is a sin. The cats and oh. their, their sexual sort of the arches in their back. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. But is, since yeah, I was yeah. hanging out with a couple of adults today, I said, why not? Wow. I never thought about that with cats. They re- That really is a unwholesome animal. I mean, sometimes the females go into heat. I mean, that is not okay. It's not okay. It's it's the devil in their flesh trying to tempt your children. Um, And so, and I had to learn that the hard way. (laughs) That that's something we can get into on another on another um, one of these small talks. Oh yeah. Well, I did see you. um, I you know one of your kids is now in climax, and I did uh, I did get the email from you that said your 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 son had had a some kind of sexual experience around a cat, and I didn't. I didn't want to ask any further questions. Yes. And we appreciate you not asking any further questions. But since we, we, I mean, I I don't think he would mind me telling you that he did get his first, um, gosh, what do we call them? Uh, One of those holy stiffies from the Lord around around the cat. Because your first one is uh, a boy's first erection. Is the... I would say the deepest, but it's uh, it's a gift from God. And, you know, they can't really control what they are responding to. Um, and it just happened to be our family cat, Potatoes. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh. Potatoes is a very sexual cat by nature, even more so than regular cats. And so and it, it wasn't Jackson's fault and it wasn't Potatoes' fault. We did have to put her down. But, you know. 
that's what parents do for their children. And that's what the Lord did for us whenever he gave us Jesus Christ to die for our sins. And that's, I, I felt like potato was Jesus Christ. Okay. Well that, wow. yeah, I'm, yeah, I guess I am sorry. We, we did, that we did go that far into it because it's really not the reason that we had you here today, which is. But wait, great. Uh, okay. I mean, if I may offer you a word basket of encouragement, Claire, it could have been much worse. You're such a good parent and um, it could have been much worse, you know, just getting, you know, maybe his first, you know, so-and-so. Uh, it could have been worse. You know, a, a dog or a cat has been known to lick a wiener. You know what I mean? Allie. They think it's a toy or something. And that's going to set little boys up to think that that's something that can happen with another person's mouth. So I think you got off easy. I, I And I agree. Like, thank God it wasn't the family dog, Michelangelo, that licked Jackson's wiener. And we'd have to put Michelangelo down. I have a special connection with Michelangelo for different reasons oh, that I can't oh, get into here. And oh, that, really? Yeah. Oh, was that about... Okay, yeah, I don't. I'm not going to ask about any other reasons that we shouldn't get in, 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 into anything. I guess. Well, since you did ask about it, I would say that Michelangelo. You know, when Rob and I split, Michelangelo was really all I had. You know, Rob and I did get divorced. We were sorry to hear that that you all did split, and I guess I, you know, I I won't even ask about that because it's not really the reason that we had you here today. I'm so glad to hear you're a dog person, though, because I love my Frenchies and my Corgis. And I, too, had an inappropriate thing happening with one of my dogs. Uh, one of my Frenchies liked to jump in the shower with me when I was in there bathing. And I said, this is not appropriate at all. He's and gonna you were naked. He was going to see me unclothed. And I just said, absolutely not. I have to lock him out of the bathroom because he gets one of those lipsticks down there between Allie. his legs. I, I know that lipstick well. I know that lipstick well. Oh, he's just their little boys, though. They can't help themselves. Right. You know? And right. you're so beautiful, Hallie. Oh, Claire, you're such a babe. I can't even stand it. I bet if you were to walk down the street, you'd have 12 dogs chasing you. You're so gorgeous. I that, is so, that is so kind of you to say thank you so much. Well, the reason that we had you here today, Claire, is because you famously ran one of the, you know, the most popular hell houses here at Twin Hills last year. And now I'm... I mean, I am seeing your handiwork all awesome. over the greater Indianapolis area because you have now opened Malloween. Can you tell us a little bit about the expansion of, of your hell houses? And, you know, we definitely don't even need to get into any of that um, dog stuff anymore. Sure, sure. Um, so we'll put a pen in the dog stuff. The, Malloween. Happy Malloween to you guys. Oh. If you don't know what Malloween is, uh, it's just... God has allowed us to take our hell house and spread the word of hell to even more people in the community and underserved portions of the community, like the folks that live behind where the radio shack used to be. Uh -huh. We can tell them about hell now. Awesome. And they really need to know about it mm -hmm. because I don't know if you've been in those neighborhoods, oh. but they have signs in their yard that say, in this house, we believe in signs, you know, uh -huh. and that hurts mm -hmm. my heart. And I don't want my kids seeing that. So to be able to to set up shop in that strip mall where the abandoned radio house is, Radio Shack, <laughs> I call it Radio House, um, and to be able to reach those families and 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 spread the word of Christ to them, it's been a real blessing. Awesome. Well, I mean, because malls I've noticed are really shutting down. It just seems like there's a lot of abandoned malls, which I guess means you've got a lot more real estate in which to operate these, oh, these totally. hell houses now. Yeah, we've got strip malls. We've got regular malls. We have those sort of outdoor malls. Oh, like the outlet center. Like an outlet center. Uh-huh. We're we're operating out of uh, J. Crew, oh. where the J. Crew, J. Crew used to be in the outlet center. Um, and you can still smell the stench of sin in the J. Crew. 
But I think we're really making a difference there. That J Crew now is one of our most popular rooms in that Hell House. Oh. And yeah, it's our Taylor Swift room where you get to go to a Taylor Swift concert. Oh, oh I, I bet, bet that's popular. I bet that's really popular. It is. And popular. what happens in there with Taylor? Well, you go into the Taylor Swift concert in your front row, which is every little girl's dream. And then on stage, Taylor has these giant snakes come out from either side of the stage and she starts speaking in tongues. She's obviously been possessed by the devil. And so you, as a person who loves Taylor, you got to get that devil out of her. Yep. And that's what you do in the Taylor Swift room at the J group. Awesome. Do you think, uh, and this isn't a critique as much as an observation, are you able to really generate the same feeling as being in a Taylor Swift concert as, as, as you are when you're in a sort of an empty J crew room at an outlet mall? Absolutely. And thank you so much for asking. So I actually, I play the Taylor Swift because, you know, um, I've got brown hair and she used to have brown hair too. And we're both like, you know, I'm six, seven. I don't know how tall she is. Um, You're not very tall. I'm yeah, very you. tall. I'm very tall. Thank you. And I spend a lot of time around horses. So I sort of know how to clomp around because she does that, you know, that stage clomp like a Budweiser horse, like a Cladsdale. And so I really spent a lot of time practicing and, and watching the Cladsdales that we have Roman free in our yard so I could emulate that walk exactly. And so many people have said, wow, this is just like seeing Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. wow. That, that is amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, for people who might not know about what a hell house is, let's tell them the origins, you know, because we're really, as the church is trying to point people away from wicked holidays like Halloween, where it's celebrating ghosts and goblins and ghoul and death. And here, you know, we have Jesus is the is he, he gives us life. You know what I mean? And so we want to point people away from that holiday, but still stay on theme. And we've got a scary theme in our pocket, in our Bible, frankly, because we've got hell awaiting everybody who doesn't love Jesus. And um, and so in the past, you know, maybe tell people about what some of the hell houses have included and, you know, like why we've developed this around Halloween. Well, death is coming for us all. And uh, if we don't love Jesus the right way, and there's a very specific way to love him, we are going to hell. And hell is very scary. Hell is not like a cool place. It's not like no. euphoria on HBO. It's, it's, it's scary down there. They've got gay stuff going on in hell. Oh, no. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is scary. Oh, gay stuff. Did I say, so there are drag queens and stuff in oh, hell. Oh, no. There's probably banned books. There's probably cigarettes and drugs. Kids can read whatever they want. Oh, Kids can no. read whatever they want. And they do have vape pens in hell. Oh. And so we're just really trying to avoid that. And um, the only way to do that is by love and cross. And so in our, in our hell houses, we do have different scenarios of things that could maybe get you to hell faster, you know? And so you walk into one of these scenarios, so you know what to avoid in the future. You know what I mean? So you know what to look out for. Like if you're at a Taylor Swift concert and she starts speaking in tongues, you'll know what to do. Right. If you go to a baby shower and you find out that it's a baby shower for a lesbian couple, oh. that's one of our rooms. So you'll be equipped with what to do in that scenario. And these are very scary. That's why we say oh, kids 16 and up. But still, people do bring their younger kids. They do bring their younger kids. Well, I, but it's quite traumatizing. I heard from some of my teens who did go the other night. They they did tell me all about the lesbian baby shower room because they said they knew. They said it was kind of like an escape room where all of all of a sudden they looked around and just everyone was in LL Bean and they knew pretty pretty instantaneously like oh these are going to be a bunch of lesbians. Yes. Yes. We we did spend a lot of money on LLB. Well, that LLB in the outlets, it was going out of business because we were in process of buying out the outlets. And so now we, we've got all that LLB 
you know, satanic clothing to put on our lesbians. And they're not lesbians. I've vetted every one of them. They are heterosexual women. Oh, great. Um, but they do do a good job of playing lesbians. And it is quite traumatizing. And it's almost impossible to, to get out of. Uh, there's We have a kid that's been stuck in there for the past three days. He's been in the lesbian baby shower room. And we have a rule, no helping. Oh, uh, okay. If you get stuck in there, it's, yeah, because, you know, you teach a man to fish for a day. Yep. It, fish. Yep. He's going to go to a pond. That's right. right. You know it. And that's what we say. So good luck to to Daniel trying to get out of the, oh, the lesbian Daniel. baby shower room. Well, Daniel and the lions. That dinner. is right. Now, do you ever have kids who are like, ooh, a vape room? I think vaping's cool. And they like it when they're supposed to be frightened of it? Yeah, that's been our number one problem with the vape room. Oh. That's been our number one problem with the vape room. How is that set up? Because I did, I when I look, when I went by the Keystone at the Crossing strip mall the other day and saw the one that you had just set up, the only store that was still in that strip mall was a vape shop. Sure. Right. Is that just part of it now? That's just part of it now because we couldn't buy them out. We were like, you know, they wouldn't get out of that strip mall. And so they're still there. And we're just sort of, we funnel the kids into, into the the head shop. And I told this gentleman at the counter, I told him he's like a 16 year old kid named Brandon. I was like, listen, when they get in here, you know, you need to scare them. This needs to be scary. They need to know not to do this. And he was like, oh yeah, I got it. I got it. But these kids really are seeming to love the head shop, you know? Uh And, um, I don't know if they're scared at all, actually. Um, I'm scared because I went into the head shop and they have bongs that look like penises, What? you know, and that scared me. Uh, But the kids don't seem to be scared of it. They seem to, I think it's funny. That's the one problem I will say that we have with our Halloween this year. Oh, I see. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I guess when you can't move out certain businesses that don't really fit in with the the gist of the whole hell house, it can be problematic. Absolutely. Absolutely. I did have an experience with that very same place where I went in, uh, you you know, I was walking by it rather, and I I saw some of my my teens from Climax have been hanging out there and then eventually they just get part-time jobs there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they're, now they're doing vape competitions and oh. I'm going, what is a, a vape competition? Apparently, they all go down in the basement and they vape up a bunch of this vape juice and then they play... They, they play a bunch of Skrillex and then they, they do tricks with the smoke. Wow. What? Tricks with the smoke. They Have do, you ever heard of anything they, they more do, Oh, I know. It's I they, know. they do smoke tricks, Hallie. I've Especially seen it. Especially because it should be vapor and smoke is coming out. My goodness. I know. Oh, like no. They'll, they'll do like a big ring and then try to jump through it. Uh, I bet they learned that stuff from Gandalf and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And America's Got Talent. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Wow. People jump through all kinds of hoops on America's Got Talent. That that really upsets me because um, I've told my kids the only vapor that you're allowed to be around is the Holy Spirit. Yep. Who we know does come in vapor form. Yep, that is right. That's cool. Oh, that's right. You could probably vape up God if you want. Oh, and I would. I would. I like to stay high on Christ and spread the word. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. 
If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. fun exercise for you, Claire, since you got to always be wrapping your mind around different ideas regarding hell and different hellscapes and different horrors and tortures and all of the misery and angst and gnashing of teeth that is awaiting everyone who doesn't devote their life to Christ. I was thinking it might be a fun exercise for you to imagine heaven. And I wanted to ask you, like, if you were going to, um, what would you hope for from heaven? If you were going to build a heaven house that would be your perfect heaven, what would it be? Because God is going to prepare it for you in paradise. Oh my gosh, that's such a wonderful question, Hallie. I think my heaven would definitely have those big fluffy bath sheets from QVC, QVC brand bath sheets that cover my whole body because I am 6'7". And I just like to wrap up in those bath sheets and feel like I'm a tiny little worm. I would have dozens of dogs and I would have pasta all the time. The world's best pasta. I would have fettuccine Alfredo and cheesy breadsticks on the side. I would have cheesy garlic bread on the side. I would have glazed donuts and I would have massages every single day from a female angel, you know, not a, I don't need like Archangel Michael or any of them, you know, because I'm, once I'm in heaven, I'll have a perfect body. So I don't want to tempt anyone. So I would have female massages daily, foot massages daily, glazed donuts, lots of fettuccine Alfredo, lots mm. of different bread sides and lots of dogs. I see that's, I, I also would have lots of dogs. Guess who was tuning in to hear you say it? The big man himself. So he's preparing it for you. I just know in your palace. <gasps> oh my God. I forget. He's always listening. God, of course. <laughs> I, that means a lot. But you're right. God hears my prayers. And he even hears the prayers that I don't pray out loud, which is scary. That's true. It can be scary. I know. It, which is sometimes I'm like, are, thoughts, are all thoughts prayers is a good question, isn't it, Hallie? Wow. That's a beautiful question. Have you all been to the Hell House yet? I, I haven't I haven't seen this years. I've, I've, I have driven by. I'm really curious about the whole euphoria part, though, because my teens were saying that you go into one room and there's just a bunch of overdosed teens all over the floor. Yes. Overdosed on sugar, though because they're not doing cocaine. Oh. We did have the the police did come and check it out. There was a little bit of cocaine found one oh, night, no. but we made sure to get rid of that. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. We made sure to get rid oh. of that. Well, I think that is, I mean, that is terrifying if you go into a room and you've just got a bunch of dead teens all over the floor with white powder all, all over the faces. I think that's getting it across. You would think so, but it's kind of beautiful in a way. You know, I think we could be doing more to make it scary because you walk in on a bunch of supple body teenagers lying peacefully on the floor covered in what? You might say, is this heaven? Uh, yeah, well, okay, yeah, uh, that yeah, is true. Yeah, yeah. I wish my teens would settle down like that sometimes, actually. Gets a bit gets a bit wild. Give them some fun dip. So in this expansion of, of the Hell House concept, have you thought about trying to add hell into the other holidays? Because uh-huh. when I think about it, you know, Thanksgiving to me really is the, the, the most hellacious one. I mean, people are just so obnoxious and travel and everything else. I wonder if you could do a Thanksgiving house. Oh, you know, we probably could. And you're right with Thanksgiving. You, you're, you know, people are always stuffing their hands in those birds. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Just oh, that is inappropriate. Oh, that would be a good room. And then you could have a whole room full of lesbians around a dinner table talking politics. Yes. Yes. You could have um, a room where the lesbians have parked their Prius and you can't get out 
out. So you have to go back in. You have to ask them, can you back out so I can back out so I can leave? Can you back out your Prius? Uh. And they say, you can have my keys. And I say, I don't know how to drive a Prius. And and then it's just, you're never getting out of there. I think that would teach people a lot. That's honestly terrifying when I think about it, being trapped mm-hmm. in a parking lot mm-hmm. by a by two lesbians in L.L. Bean in a Prius. And uh-huh. nobody knows how to drive it. And nobody knows wow. how to drive it. And you cannot get the lesbians out of the house because they won't stop talking about their trip to Morocco. Oh, wow. Where they proposed to each other. And it was a surprise to both of them. Blair Foreskin was played by the absolutely fabulous Blair Erskine. Check out her work on Jimmy Kimmel Live and follow her at Blair Erskine. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont and Grey House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>